Welcome to another episode. Previously, I explained before about the history of music and the instruments of music. Today, I will be explaining the instruments of music as I said before in the ending. Now, let's start with the types of instruments. There are strings, woodwind, brass, keyboards, and percussions. Now, strings are pretty much stuff that have strings on them. For example, guitars, harps, cellos, violins, pretty much those are strings. Woodwinds, I'm pretty sure, are just wooden flutes. Brass, trumpets, um, trombones, pretty much a big instrument that can be blown on. Keyboards, piano, and other keyboard stuff. And percussions are pretty much the, f the flutes, I guess trumpet could go with it. Mm. Well, now, let's find out. There are some many popular, there are many popular instruments, like the piano, the electric guitar, the violin, the drums, bass guitar, saxophone, the cello, and the flute. Those are just 10 of them. I'm not going to go too far on how, how many popular instruments there are, but those are just 10 of them I'm going to bring up. Now, there are specific instruments that are played in many genres. Now, there are tons of genres, at least over 1,300 music genres in the world. I say that's pretty big for this world, but I feel like there's got to be more than a, a 1,300. But we'll start with, I think, we'll just go ahead and continue. Now, for each genre, there's, again, different instruments. Perhaps, let's say for a band. Band instruments pretty much have a flute, an obey, clarinet, saxophone, a bassoon, trumpet, French horn, and a trombone. And those are for bands, like, um, in, in, you know, in a school. Um, there is also, there also is something interesting that I'm going to talk to you about. I looked it up and I said, and I figured out how popular music was. And apparently it started in the 1930s when a music was when music was called swing and it was kind of it was like a a type of jazz and there was like all these types of um jazz bands going on and eventually by 1950 and by the 1950s rock and roll and pop um followed up after that and i say that the transformation of how popular music has gotten is pretty impressive. So, hmm. It was technically not pop. It was technically not popular until the 1930s. And then, and so on and so on. Um, it usually, it usually caught, like, the part of popular music I caught was like a somewhat a 
small audience, but apparently it has gotten way bigger. So, yeah. Now, what makes music so, I guess, powerful is kind of a thing called endorphins. Now, endorphins is like a type of hormone, but it's like, not a, it, it makes you happy. Like it, it kind of like infect, affects your mood emotionally. So the more you listen to music or the type of music you like, the more your hormones just like, you know, go off and then you, you know, get goosebumps if you ever had goosebumps. And I'm pretty sure you've had goosebumps once in your life. Um, it's, it's like a brain response, um, pretty much. <sighs> now, the reason why music is emotionally powerful, music has the ability to evoke powerful emotion responses, such as chills or thrills in listeners. Positive emotions dominate musical experiences, and so on and so on. Uh, you, you know, listen to music and you feel some type of way about it. And each type of music makes you feel some sort of way about it. It's like with instruments as well, you know. It's like, is question, here's a question for you then. If you, Have you ever, like, wanted to play an instrument? Because that instrument has always made you feel some type of way about it. Well... I read, that's just a question for y'all, you know. Till then, maybe perhaps I'll tell you what my instrument I would like to play. But until next time, I'll next time I will perhaps tell you more of the past about music in a contextual way. Stay tuned, and I'll tell you more.